welcome everyone to the Spotcast, the place where everyone just comes to this spot and just chill, listen, and do what you do. I'm your host, Destiny, and today we're going to talk about a couple of things. Uh, but first, I want to thank everybody who listened to the first episode. Um, really means a lot. I didn't get that much um, views, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. And I'm going to keep going and see if I can get this thing popular. So with all that out the way, let's immediately get into it. So um, recently, there's been the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury fight. And I watched it. I watched the entire thing. And I watched how, well, for lack of a better term, Deontay Wilder got bitched. And and it was one hell of a fight. Two great fighters going at it. Um, And after the fight, Jake Paul tweeted out that um, Tyson Fury now has a chance to box him. (laughs) Now, for those of you who don't know who Jake Paul is, he's basically an internet celebrity who calls himself the problem child which first that's not even like a nickname like anytime you watch one of his fights and here he comes from ohio the problem child jake paul like that's not that's not gonna strike fear into your opponents if somebody called me the problem child or called my opponent the problem child before i had to box them honestly i'd laugh because that's funny it's funny to call yourself the problem child and then swear you're a real boxer but anyway so jake paul he comes down uh on twitter he says deontay no not deontay um tyson fury now has a chance to box him now if you don't know who tyson fury is tyson fury is a professional boxer i think he's been a world champion and he the brakes off of Deontay Wilder. Keep in mind, Deontay Wilder is also another professional boxer. So you have Jake Paul, internet celebrity, um, who gets his attention from boxing and doing all this stupid stuff. And you have Tyson Fury, who is a real legitimate boxer, who, I'll say this right now, if Jake Paul and Tyson Fury fight, like a for real fight, um... Fury knocks out Paul, first round knockout. And if not, second round knockout. That's my bet right here, right now. If the fight actually happens, I'll tell you right now. um, Fury not only beats the brakes off of Paul, but he knocks him out first round, easily. And I'm going to tell you why, even though it should be fairly obvious. You have a professional boxer going up a guy who calls himself a professional boxer even though he's only three and zero and has fought against people who i'm pretty sure the fights are rigged but of course i can't say that otherwise people are going to come after my neck saying oh you're just jealous because jake call jake paul could beat you in a fight which to be fair even though he is you know muscular and all i feel like personally if you put me in the ring with Jake Paul for enough money. I'm not saying I'll beat him, but if you give me enough money, I will box that man. Uh, I have the height advantage and the size advantage. Jake Paul is what? 5'8", five, 5'9"? Five, I'm, I'm a good 6'1 on a good day. 
So I feel like I at least have the size advantage. So that's ha- that has to help for something. But anyway, so Wilder, um, after the fight, even though he got knocked out, I think he tweeted, you know, oh, it was a good fight. I'll get you next time, yada, yada, yada. And this was the third time they fought. I think the first two times, Wilder got one and Fury got one. This was the trilogy. This was the third fight. And of course, Fury ends up winning. Um, And Fury hasn't responded yet. I don't know if he will respond or if he knows it's a joke, in which I pray to God he does, because last time I checked, I don't want to watch a murder live on television. Because let's be honest here, Jake Paul has nothing, literally nothing, against um, Mr. Tyson Fury. You know, like, I'll say that, full confidence. If they get into a fight, I guarantee you, um, not only will Jake Paul get embarrassed, but it's the fact he talks so much trash and then goes into the ring and fights some overweight or over old boxer, you know? Uh, and combine that with the fact that once again, one's professionally trained, one trains half-assed. I mean, and this is not the first time Jake Paul has gone after professional boxers. He's gone after Mike Tyson after Mike Tyson beat Roy Jones Jr. Um, actually, no, he said he could beat a prime Mike Tyson. In which I read that tweet for the first time and I had to literally pause. Jake Paul, Jake, Jake Paul said he could beat prime Mike, prime Mike Tyson. We're not talking about Mike Tyson after the Evander Holyfield bite your ear incident. No, no, no. We're talking about the 30-0 with damn near 30 knockouts. Send everybody to the ancestors. Divorce your jaw from your body, Mike Tyson. We're talking about the speak with his tongue first. As, as I want to thank everyone for, for the fight. Prime Mike Tyson. Jake Paul said he could beat him one-on-one in a boxing match. I'm going to let you guys decide for that. But anyway, he's also come after Floyd Money Mayweather, which, of course, Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul, the older Paul brother, they fought and Logan lost, even though in reality it was just one big hug fest. Um, And to that fight, that fight wasn't even bad. But let's be honest. You guys should have thrown more punches, you know. I didn't want to I didn't want to to put on my TV just see you guys hugging it out. Oh, I love you, bro. Oh, I love you too, man. Hey, how much are you paying me? Uh, about 2 million. Oh, cool. That's cool. You know, nobody will see that. I want to see jaws get divorced from their body. I want to see legs bend backwards and I want to see men fall to the pavement not getting back up. That's the type of boxing I tune in to watch. Okay? If I don't if I want to watch a hug a hug fest, I go watch an episode of Pornhub, okay? <laughs> like, I'll be honest. I'll, go, I'll just go watch some Pornhub. I don't want to watch a hug fest. I want to watch dudes boxing each other, trying to knock each other out. That's what boxing is. But anyway, uh, so yeah, that's the main news I wanted to talk about. Now we'll talk about the side news. So recently, DC in the Marvel, no, oh my God, I said DC and Marvel. No, people are going to come after me. DC recently made Superman's son, not Superman, because in the 
DC Comics, Superman has passed his mantle down to his son. They made Superman's son bisexual. That's the trending news right now. Um, And, you know, I'm all for pride and stuff, you know. But I remember I was reading the comments because I first found this out on Instagram. And people in the comments were like, are you guys serious? You made Superman's son. Not, not Superman. You guys made Superman's son. Bye. <laughs> and I could kind of see where they're coming from because, once again, we are talking about MCU. I mean, oh, Lord. What's wrong with me? Not MCU. We're talking about DC. You know, uh... You know, and we're talking about Superman. Now, if you know anything about Superman, you know, he's had more female love interests than I can count on my fingers, you know. But, of course, we're talking about his son, not the man himself. See, if if it was the man himself, that's a whole different ballgame. Because now you just made Superman, who's been around since the 1920s. You make him bisexual. See, that's when people are going to trip. Because it's like, whoa, 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 hold on. Pump the brakes. This is Superman. But no, this is his son. So, you know, I won't go too deep into it. But essentially, you know, it's kind of like you would expect Superman. And then you expect his son. To me personally, I thought he was going to have another female love interest, but he's bi, so you can have a female love interest and a male love interest. But I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say something really, really, really controversial. I feel like personally, creators, like creators anything these days, they try to appeal to the pride community. Now, before you come and send me death threats... And say, oh my god, you're fucking homophobic. Let me explain myself. So, as you all are aware, Pride is really popular these days. Way popular than it was 20 years ago. And even more popular than it was about 30 years ago. Um, Like, ten, even 10 years ago. 10 years ago, if you mention someone, oh, I'm part of the Pride community. They look at you stupid and say, what the hell is Pride? But now if you say, oh, I'm in the pride community, they automatically ask, oh, hey, what's your sexuality, yada, yada, yada. But if, if you go back 10 years ago and say, oh, yeah, I'm part of the pride community, dude. What the fuck is that? You know, <laughs> like, like that boy, Nardo Wick. What the fuck is that? You know, like, <laughs> that's what people would say. How do I know? Because I've, I've seen it myself. My friend, uh, she came out as bisexual about a good six years ago and I remember she said oh yeah I'm bisexual and people looked at her like huh bisexual what you ever heard of this no have have you Mm-mm. even I was like even I was confused because I was like um explain what does that mean <laughs> you know like hold on uh uh, you you mind explaining yourself what what is what is this bisexual what is this new language I'm I'm learning Um, but you know, all I have to say is like, um, I feel like creators do try to appeal to the pride community, which isn't a bad thing, but sometimes they do cross the line. Like if a creator, I can't give an example, but I know my friends, we are, me and them were talking about it earlier today, but it's like some pride characters will make other characters gay by, um, 
asexual, um, and stuff like that, Pan, just for the hell of it, no explanation, no backstory, just because, that's a problem, like, if you're gonna make a creator, not a creator, if you're gonna make a character in your series, TV show, whatever, movie, whatever, if you're going to make them part of that community, give us a backstory, at least lead up, you know, like, if you want to make a character gay, give them, like, make, like, hint the fact that they could be gay or bisexual, like, they could have gay, um, interactions with other characters, then fans might get an, in like, get an inkling, like, oh, okay, they could be gay, and then when they come out, it's like, oh my god, and, like, people knew, like, for example, Mineta from My Hero Academia, which I'm going to get on in a second, they made Mineta bisexual. They announced it about a year ago, I believe. And I watched the series. I stopped at season three, but I picked it back up via the manga. And personally to me, I couldn't see where Mineta turned by. Like, I couldn't see any of the male interactions he had that would make me think he was bi. Because if there's one thing about Mineta, you have to know if you watch My Academia, the guy's a pervert. He's basically the quagmire of that show. Let's be honest here. He's essentially the quagmire of that show. He was always thirsting on the girls from season one, season two, season three. And of course, season four, I believe he slowed down. I don't know. I haven't read the manga in a little minute. But <laughs> we're going to get on My Hero Academia fandom. You guys sent death threats to the mangaka, the creator, Hore Horakoshi. Because he wasn't giving you guys gay and lesbian ships. That is insane. You can't do that. He, first of all, he gave you guys something you can enjoy. And you took that and you made it worse by sending him death threats. Like for a while now, people have been shipping Deku and Bakugo. And they swear they're gay. And it's like, if you see their interactions in the show, Bakugo pretty much hates this dude. Of course, he slowed down in the later seasons. But to be frank, he hates that man. Especially in season one. They had no gay interactions. And Hore himself confirmed Deku and Uraraka are going to be in a relationship whether you guys like it or not. And people were so pissed. They're like, how fucking dare you? I swear to God, if you don't make, if you don't give us one gay ship that we want, if you don't give us something that we want, we'll come to your fucking house and we'll kill you. And it's like, why do that? That is toxic. It comes to a point where it's like, wow, you're crossing the line. But with that, you cross the line. Fuck that. You guys jumped over the line. Cross, you drove a truck over the line <laughs> with the things you guys were doing. And that's disrespectful as hell. Because coming from a guy who has created little mini series and stuff like that, if fans were really getting on my case, because I wouldn't make a character part of the pride community, I admit I'd probably stop the series right then and there. Because it comes to a point where I can't take that. Like, if it's repetitive, where you guys like, make, oh, make him this, make him that, make her this, make her that. I'll stop the series. 
because I couldn't enjoy it anymore. I feel under tremendous pressure trying to satisfy your guys' needs. And I don't want that. So, Jorge, I know definitely you're not going to hear this. Or you might not understand English. But if you do, I want to apologize. I'm not part of your fandom, but I want to apologize on behalf of the fandom for all those threats and stuff that they were doing. And as for you, or any anime fan to any anime that does this, or any fan at all, I'm looking at you, K-pop. If you send death threats to a musician, a creator, an actor, just because of what they do, even if you send death threats in general, you should be ashamed of yourself. I am very disappointed in you. Because you took something these people wanted to do and enjoy. And you made it not only about yourself, but about your fucking fandom. Shame on you. Because you did something that is definitely crossing the line. You sent a death threat to somebody just because you didn't like what they did. Keep it to yourself. Okay? Or give constru- or give constructive criticism. Give criticism. But make it where it's polite and you're not trying to come off as disrespectful. But if you straight up send a death threat to somebody, if you threaten them because you don't like what they did, that is disrespectful. And I am ashamed of you. Any of you that do that out there who's listening to this, I'm not talking about you specifically, but to anybody that just goes out there too, and you do that. I am disappointed in you. Shame on you. Because you need to realize these people are doing it for you. Not because they want to, but because they enjoy the hell out of it and they want to do it for you. They wanted to do something that they enjoy. And for your entertainment. And so you could give them feedback and do you could love it so they could love it and they could build off of it. And get stronger. But by you threatening them. And sending them death threats. Not only are you destroying them. And ruining for them. You're ruining it for all the other fans who love it. Like for example. If Horikoshi cancels My Hero Academia. Because the threats got to him. I wouldn't be surprised. And just like that. You've ruined the lives of millions of fans around the globe. Just so you could say. Uh, make Deku and Bakugo get together. Shame on you. You should really think about that. And it breaks my heart to know. That people out there are still doing that. Because you're really going to do that. Just because of one thing you don't like. Or a list of things you don't like. That is shameful. (sighs) But anyway. Those are the only things I wanted to talk about today. Of course, if you enjoyed this today. um, Share it around. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Um, And to anybody who's listening to this. Once again. Just thank you. You guys make this better. And to anybody 
who once again send those threats, shame on you. But that's it for me. Thank you so much. Um, Once again, this has been the Spotcast. Thank you and good morning, good night, or good evening, or good afternoon. Whatever time you're listening to this and wherever you are. Thank you.